0: Live from Planet Lovetron, but he speaks so well with your host, Mr.
1: Kinetic. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> it's Mr. Kinetic in your live back here on, but he speaks so well. We made it one more time, one more again. We back off in this thing straight like that. Special shout out to all my people out there listening. Make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure you share it with somebody and definitely share it with people who you think might disagree. That's, that's, that's really where we need to be at. It's cool to talk to my people who might get down with what I'm saying, but I, w- I want to talk to people who don't. You know, I want to have that conversation. So anyway, <clears throat> I didn't really intend for this to be like a politics thing when I started this, but how can I talk about life and not talk about politics? And right now I got to talk about Trump. That's right. You already knew that was, you You knew I was going, you knew it was coming. What What is he doing? What is he doing? This dude, check it out. I'm a high school teacher, right? But I also taught middle school, taught elementary school at one point in time. And social media has always been, oh, hold on. That's my timer for my uh, meatloaf. That's in the oven. It can wait a couple minutes. So, yeah, y'all, you, you already, you know how I get down. We're going to talk about the grocery store, too. I went to the grocery store today. But anyway, social media has always been a part of the lives of my students. used to be MySpace. And then it, like, moved on to Facebook. And and then I remember when Instagram started popping real heavy. And my students were, like, some of the first people who told me, yo, Instagram is where it's at, Mr. Williams. We ain't even really on Facebook like that. Um, Then it moved over to um, Twitter never really... I mean, Twitter is a place where a lot of students that I know anyway go to talk about things, and they can do it in a way, in a, in a very passive-aggressive way, which I don't condone, but that's how some of the conversations work on there. But Trump, he get on there. He's worse than my kids. I swear he is. He's worse. Everything. If it bothers him, he's talking about it on Twitter. So this week, it was about the little phone call to Taiwan or from Taiwan. I don't really know a whole lot about that, so I, I ain't getting ready to get into that. I don't know nothing about that. I don't know nothing about that kind of diplomacy. That I, I ain't up on my game like that. So I ain't getting ready to say nothing else. I, if people say it's funny, I don't know. I don't, I have to go do the homework. <clears throat> I ain't really riding for China like that anyway. Um, so if it got something to do with trying to support China or not make China mad, I, I really, I don't understand why we're doing that. Um, uh, there's some things going on in China that we definitely probably should be challenging um, humanitarian wise, but that's a whole nother conversation. But in the meantime, you can go check Ai Weiwei, Never Sorry. It's probably on Netflix. Go watch the documentary about Ai Weiwei, A-I-W-E-I-W-E-I. So it was the phone call and then Alec Baldwin on Saturday Night Live. I don't even watch Saturday Night Live. I watched it one time this year, and that was when De La Soul, not De La Soul, when Trap Call Quest was going to be on there. I watched it. And Dave Chappelle was on there. And it was cool. But for a president to hop on Twitter because somebody said something about him on TV, on a show that's supposed to be funny. Like, what is he doing? I mean, people voted for him. That's, I mean, and all, of, all the foolishness, all the tomfoolery, all of that, that you watched him do for months and months and months, all around the country, on the trail. People voted for him still. Now, I don't know what they thought he was going to do, but I knew he was going to act a fool, because he had been acting a fool. Now, I don't know about y'all, but in my family, there's plenty of people that like to act a fool. And I grew up watching people act a fool every now and then. And I done acted a fool several times in my life. Might do it again this week. It's just like that. I'm a work in progress. But when you see somebody that constantly act a fool, I don't know what you can expect them to do, but act a fool. You ain't got to be, you know, how, long, how, much, how much do you have to see before you know what people are going to be like? So I'm watching this man and just thinking like, this brother is the president he really about to be the president unless something happened like on a legal standpoint between now and then, cause he got all these conflicts of interest and all this stuff. I don't understand. And I don't, I don't have time to pay attention to like that. I just know what I see when he act, he act a fool. I'm not really sure I want. Matter of fact, I know I don't want nobody acting a fool like that representing me. Um, he couldn't be the leader of a club I was in much less the president. So I see that. And it's like, well, this, this is what people asked for people that voted for him. This is what they asked for. Um, I ain't into all that shaming people that didn't want to vote and all that, you know, splitting votes and all that kind of stuff like that. The people that voted for him, that's the only people that you can really look at, as far as I'm concerned. People voted for him. And so what does that say about them? Because to me, your vote is your cosign. That's what you, that you're saying, with, what you're okay with. So my people that are listening to this, if you voted for him, you voted for the foolishness. So when you see it, just know that's, that's what you're going to get. You voted for that. You couldn't have thought that it was going to be any different. So we'll see what happened going forward. Now, one thing I do know, my family lived a long time in this country. I don't know how long we've been here, but we definitely got dropped off on some slave ships. I know that for a fact. But uh, I don't know when it started, but I know that's true. Now, we done survived a lot of things. We can survive Trump. Now, I can tell you that much. We can can make it. We most certainly can. People talking about, oh, my God, what are we going to do? We can make it. So it's just going to take some individual effort that comes, becomes collaborative effort, but we can make it. But this foolishness, though, this foolishness ain't going nowhere. I mean, that's just, that's just who he is. So we just going to we gonna have to deal with it. So I'm going I'm to send it to the break. We're going we gonna to play some jams. I'm going to come back, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about uh, haters <laughs> and how much I can't stand spending time on haters. This is Buddy Speaks So Well with your boy, Mr. Kennedy.
1: Everybody needs a glass of water today To change the hate away You know you've got company coming over so you scrub extra hard And everybody needs somebody to love Before it's too late It's
0: too late Yeah, I love that song. Love that album. That's uh, Andre 3000 on uh, Love Below. That song is called Love Hater just absolutely adore that song yeah so check it out man so here's the thing I've been working real closely with a a small group of my students uh, about like how to manage being in an environment where there's a lot of strain that's put on relationships because of things that are said on the internet and like things that aren't really overt all this passive-aggressive behavior. Excuse me. I had a burp. Sorry about that. So um, I try to tell them, like, look, you got to make a decision about what you're going to address in life because you got business to take care of. And there's always going to be things outside of what needs to be done that are taking time and talent away from what needs to be done and keeping you from doing what you really could be doing with your time that's just kind of how i approach it i get it we have problems in our relationships with people sometimes and we do need to come to some kind of resolution ideally uh, uh, be able to reconcile those things and go forward you know with like some kind of level of togetherness and like you know the absence of like chaos but sometimes we don't have the time or the talents to really devote to that because we have other things to do and i recognize that as well so i feel like as a young person you know, 15, 16, 17, 18 years old, 14 years old, whatever, 13, however old, especially at that age when there's a lot of your adult life can be um, you're preparing for it at that age. And so you want to be able to spend as much time on the preparation as possible because the reality of it is high school is is truly like one of, if not the last opportunities that we all will have to secure a certain amount of, Directed instruction, guided practice, independent practice, and like assessment and training over a set of skills in our lives, because we do provide public education for all you know children in our country. Um, and with that, we we are committing to saying kindergarten through twelve years through graduation of high school. We we will give you that. We'll give you that much. If you can get there, if you come every day, we'll give you that. And so there are obstacles in the way of children being able to secure the best education possible. And I understand that poverty is the number one problem, the number one obstacle to securing an adequate education. We know that we've looked at research enough. We, we know that it is, it is the biggest thing. And so with that, still it's still a grind. Even if you don't have to overcome poverty, even if you don't have to overcome racism, which some people are overcoming or sexism, all those things that I've talked about, you know, the different things, you know, um, all this I guess heteronormative like framework and all that kind of stuff like that. I don't know all the terminology, but I know it's bias and it's prejudice that is imposed upon people depending on how they choose to live. We know those things exist. So the last thing we want to do is interfere is have things in our circle that interfere with our daily participation. So that's what I try to stress to them. Um basically you cannot take your eyes off of the goal, taking your eyes off the prize. You can still navigate through the drama and, and the pettiness, but you don't need to do it in a way that if it, if it takes away from what you need to be doing, then you need to step back, reform, uh, rearrange, you know, redefine it, and, and just rework what you're doing. And that's kind of how I approach it with them. Now, I, I just don't want them to get caught up in this world of spending time being concerned about haters. Um, yeah, they're out there, but I mean, you only really know that they're out there if you if you're tuned into that. Um, if you make a choice, a cognizant choice to be like, I'm not really about to pay too much attention to that, then you won't really get wrapped up in it. But I understand that, that, that it's, uh, I mean, it's attractive sometimes to have that conflict. I mean, as much as we don't want to admit it, we like that. Um, it's in our movies, it's in our television, it's in our, it's in our plays, our musicals, our entertainment as a whole, our music, our lives. I mean, that's because it's something that happens. There's drama in relationships with people sometimes. And so we're we do need to be prepared to manage it, but I just don't want them to get wrapped up in it, lose sight of what's important, which is uh, trying to secure this education and develop a, develop a life uh, of leadership and service to others, you know, in your community and uh, beyond that. That's really what's important. So um, I know it's, it's something that's never going to go away. There's always going to be some issues with people and we do need to be prepared to deal with it. But, you know, shake them haters off, right? <laughs> And keep going, man. We got stuff to do. We got business to tend to. All right. Here in a couple minutes, we're going to come back and talk about some uh, grocery store music that I heard today. That, uh, man, it was kind of a, uh, I don't know. I just, it wasn't, we'll talk about it. This is uh, Buddy Speaks So Well with Mr. Kinetic. Yeah, so that song is uh, "Proud" by Jam uh, Jam City. It's from the album *Dreaming Garden*. So that's "Proud" by Jam City. One of my favorite albums of the year, well, that I heard this year. I think it came out in 2015. But shout out to my homie Kyle Beats on Twitter. He uh, put me up on that. That's usually who I get a lot of music from, and it's usually stuff that I like. So. Kyle is uh really really glad to have Kyle around. It's good to have good people in your life that have good music suggestions. I think that's important. So you know, cause you can't just get stuck in this like vacuum of what you like. You got to get other people in your space, in your in your life that like, but have you heard this? But how about this? You should try this. You should check that out. It's uh one of the most beautiful most beautiful things about music is that it's very social in the way that we like, come about hearing it and learning about it. So I'm always, you know, I'm, I'm down for it. If you got something you think I might dig, or if you got something you think I might not dig, and you're like, I want to see what it'll say, and send it to me. Uh, Mr. Kinetic on the internet, M-R-K-I-N-E-T-I-K. Put an at sign in front of that on Twitter or Instagram or wherever. Uh, but while you're at it, make sure you subscribe. Anyway, so dig it. <clears throat> Excuse me, I had a burp again. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. I've been like really gassy on the burp side. So I was in a grocery store, right? Surprise! And I was at Fresh Time. Surprise again. Fresh Time. If you hear this, please hit me up. Let's let's work. And that, is that what they say on the street? Let's work. Let's connect. Let's politics something. So I'm in there and I hear this song. And you know, at first I'm like, you know, okay, this is we jamming a little bit. It sounds like a little club record, you know, something from the. Like you know, the last four or five years, and uh, I hear the voice, and I'm like, okay, it sounds kind of familiar, I'm not really sure what this is. And I'm bobbing my head along, and then they get to the part, and it's like, uh, we're gonna die young. And I'm like, hold on, what? And I heard it again, I'm like, oh, this must be the hook. I'm like, but wait a minute, I'm in the grocery store, man. I ain't really trying to be, (laughs) I ain't really trying to be in here thinking about dying young. That's part of why I'm up in here buying the stuff that I'm buying. is because I don't want to die young at the dinner table anyway, much as I can control it. And this song, and it turns out it's by Kesha. I asked the lady that works there. I'm like, "What's going on with this?" She said, "Oh, this is Kesha." She said, "It's uh, we're gonna die young." I think it's the name of it or something like that. And she was like, "Well, yeah, I don't know." <laughs> that was the best part. She was. I'm like, man, what is this? Of course, you know. cool thing about the grocery store, I mean, the song ain't going to be on forever. So it goes off and then I think I end up hearing My Girl by The Temptations or something by the time I leave out of there. And then uh, a cover version of Higher Ground, which I'm not really sure who that was by, but I mean, so it balanced out. But when I heard Ain't No Woman Like The One I Got While I Was In There. But yeah, I'm like, man, what is this? Like, I guess maybe I'm I'm uncool or unfunky, but I, I think I'm pretty funky, but... I'm trying to live, you know. <laughs> I'm not really trying to do. That. I'm not trying to do anything on purpose or live my life in a way that might shorten it, like by my own doing. I totally. I mean, I believe I really don't have no control over when when it's my time to go. But man, I do know I have control over the stupid stuff or the recklessness that I might do that might cause it to be early. <laughs> so it was just kind. of, I don't know. For me, it was kind of funny hearing that in the grocery store because I'm like, well, I guess if I if I bought the certain stuff out of here, I might could accelerate that. <laughs> It'd be hard to do it a fresh time. A lot of that stuff in there is, you know, I guess the, the idea is that it's more healthy. Um, and I, I would tend to say for the most part, I mean, you can eat unhealthy stuff out of any grocery store you go to. And I don't think fresh time is any different, but There's definitely a wider range of things that are not what you would normally find in a grocery store like Kroger or stuff like that, like your typical grocery store, I guess. That's not aimed at a a fresher or more natural, organic, non-GMO, blah, 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 blah market. But I like it. It's cool. The thing I like the most about it is that it's not very big, um, which makes it easier for me to hear the music which is, like, not really why I came in there the first time. But I, what I realized while I was in there, I'm like, it's easier for me to hear this music because it's not so big. <laughs> so, like, these are the things I think about in the grocery store. But anyway, so uh, what I want you guys to really make sure you do, man, if you if you hear this, connect with me wherever you hear it at. I want to know, like, what are some what are some of your grocery store cuts, like, when you hear it or, like, stuff you would pick to play in the grocery store if you had your own grocery store, like, what would you do with it? I know what mine would be like. It'd be it'd be like super low down funk mixed with some of everything, but it would be heavy on the. It would be funky stuff, make you want to get up and dance. That kind of funk. Um, you know, want people to feel happy while they're spending this money. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but I really do want people to feel happy while they're in there. I mean, you got to eat to live, so you might as well enjoy the experience of uh, getting the food. I also feel like it makes you make better decisions because you're happier. You're in a better mood. But I don't know. I'm not a psychologist or nothing like that. So I can't back that up. I don't have no facts to back that up. I know I feel better in the grocery store when the music is jamming. And it does make me think a little bit more positively about, yeah, like, oh, I could do this. I could mix this with this. And, you know, I get creative because the music is bumping and it's it's tight. So anyway, this is Mr. Kinetic on, but he speaks so well. We're going to take another quick break and uh, we'll be back.
1: Up and down, in and around spinning in orbit we reach for each other and sometimes we miss I understand that ignorance can be bliss but mostly it's just a foolish stroll to destruction, corruption of the mind impairing the function and still I know there's light that shines turn it up or turn up, I guess it's whatever I'm leaning with my eyes on the road ahead and get the scenery up in me see the shapes dancing throughout the journey, I keep my senses in control and seek the chance to live I'm never too far to be gone, heart is my home, restored by the faith I left the boat with dark but not the sith shook the filth off but couldn't get out all the stains challenging my life with circumstances and the text, but i'm still loud when needed and black and proud believe it i didn't ask for this mission just asked for some vision well before i heard anyone calling it woke spoke to the wise and learn to prepare for the ride and expect the unknown the unseen the unheard hanging on the every word from those lessons and traveling place to place we gotta make it press on this is the journey and it's something new every day Positive, peaceful, productive is the aim Yeah, 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 yeah I joined this club uh, called Journey
0: the music what are you doing (laughs) i think that one is on soundcloud though so you can check it out on soundcloud for repeated listens but yeah that joint is called journey um i really am proud of that record really proud of the writing really really proud of where i'm at as a as a writer on my raps so i really am thankful for that i think a lot of that has to do with being in a school building every day uh, doing a lot of reading a lot of discussions about english and the use of it and Conveying message and theme and all these kinds of things I get to, to kind of cheat a little bit um, I know a lot of writers Would love to be in an environment all the time Being able to share and bounce ideas Off about like writing technique And comprehension And whatnot, and You know how to really you know figurative language And ways to make things pop And I get to do that by being an educator So there you go Anyway yeah, I'm pretty tapped out in, in, in terms of like uh, Things to talk about um, I don't know what we'll talk about on the next episode, something, something about life, right? But, uh, until then, if you know anybody that, uh, would like to get down on some sponsorship, hit me up. I would greatly appreciate that. Um, uh, you can find, uh, uh, I need to figure out a way to let you know what music I played, but I tell you guys, but, and, and I don't know, I'll figure something out anyway. But until then, I'm Mr. Kinetic. It's uh, M-R-K-I-N-E-T-I-K. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, Snapchat, and at my website, mrkinetic.com. If you've listened to this whole podcast and you're still here, I want to say thank you for that. Um, help me out and let other people know about it. Um, I'd love to have more people in on the conversation. It's really cool after, you, after I posted it. Like People asked me stuff about things that were said on the podcast, and I wasn't really prepared for that. Um, but you guys are so awesome, that, and I, and I love you for that. Thank you for that. That's kind of the, where I'm at with it. Share some ideas, have some conversation, make some progress together. Um, so, yeah, do your part in your community until next time. Stay funky. It's your boy, Mr. Kinetic, live from Planet Love Tron. But he speaks so well. We would like to add that public school education is actually offered to students with with specific needs and eligibility from the ages of 3 to 22 in the state of Indiana. I'm not really sure what it is throughout the country, but I know in Indiana it's 3 through 22, not just K through 12. but he speaks so well live from the Highlands at Planet Lovetron with Mr. Kinetic. Thank you for listening.